Hello, everybody, and welcome back to another episode of the In the Huddle podcast. I'm one of your hosts, Chris Rotundo. And I'm your other host, Sam Gold. And we're doing this episode a little bit later than usual. Sam, you know, uh, COVID protocol, Sam, would you call it? Yeah, I guess I'm uh, along with all these other players that are getting it at this point and pretty much like everyone on Earth. So, <laughs> yeah, that's why we had to miss an episode last week. This episode is going to be a little bit different. We're just going to be previewing week 17. Uh, I promise at some point we'll get through a lot of the storylines. I'm sure we'll talk about some as we go through the games. But all the stuff we missed the last two weeks, you know, been some pretty good weeks of football. So don't worry. We'll, we'll end up covering it. But, you know, we had to take some time off or, you know, COVID reasons and stuff. But, you know, we're going to try to bring you at least something today. So happy for that. All right, Sam, let's roll that intro music. You're listening to In the Huddle with Sam Gold and Chris Rotundo. All right, and the first game of the week, since there was no Thursday Night Football, will be Giants and the uh, Chicago Bears. Chicago coming off of a win from Seattle last week. Um... Bears, five and a half point favorites. Uh, game really no playoff implications, kind of just draft implications for what order, what pick Giants are going to get. But besides that, not a whole lot to talk about here. Giants, they want to bring back Daniel Jones and Joe Judge, which I don't think it's a smart decision, but you know, the Giants are going to do what the Giants are going to do. Uh, Sam, what are your thoughts about this game? I mean, in terms of what you just said, I don't agree with what the Giants are doing, but you know what? Whatever, just keep letting New York fans have false hope. <clears throat> I mean, I think at this point, I'm bored with us that they're just not confident for the future at this point. But I don't know, both of these franchises, I mean, I'm pretty sure I said you know, if there are two teams I don't want to watch play on primetime ever, it's Giants-Bears. So gladly this is at 1 o'clock. <laughs> I don't want to see this on red zone unless it's a touchdown. So... It's going to be boring. It's going to be low scoring. It's going to be cold in Chicago. I'll go with the Giants, though. I'll go with the Giants. I think that this is this will be their fifth and final win of the season. I think this is the perfect thing that Giants, the Giants will do for Giants fans and that they will push their draft pick back a little bit just to torture them. So I'll go, I'll go 17-14 Giants. Oof, this is going to be a low scoring game, Sam. The over-under right now is 37 which is the lowest on the entire slate, which is really bad. I'm going to say, I think the Bears are going to win. I really don't see, Jake Fromm is going to start, I'm pretty sure. I really don't see how this, I don't really see how this, (laughs) Fromm or Glennon, it it really doesn't matter which one of them starting. They're going to lose either way. Um, I think Nick Foles is starting again this week for Chicago, I think. I don't don't even know. To change my pick. Yeah, yeah, you can change it. Yeah, I'll flip it. I'll flip it 17-14 for the Bears. Yeah, yeah I'm, I'm going... going I'm, Jake Fromm. I'm sorry. I'm going to go... I think Chicago's going to win. I think they're going to win... I'm going to say 23-7. to I really don't see the Giants put up more than 14 in this game. Chicago's probably... is yeah. going to easily win. And I think a very ugly game. Okay. I uh, definitely agree about the uh, ugly part. All right. Jags-Patriots... 
Chris, weirdly a rematch of the AFC Championship only a few short years ago. A lot has changed. But, um, I mean, if you're going with the Jaguars, you might have to check into a mental clinic at this point. I mean, the Patriots are literally fighting for their lives. They're way better, way better coach, more talent. They're at home. The Jaguars want the first pick. Like, this is just – if you're going to pick a money line this week, you got to pick the Patriots. I mean, I'm going oh, – well, yeah, I mean – Seven to seven, honestly. <laughs> Yeah, you know, the, the Patriots coming off of uh, a, a big loss last week to the Bills, which we both said that that was going to happen. I mean, the Bills coming off of that wacky game against the Patriots not too long ago, all that wind and everything, Patriots beating them, those conditions that come out, the Bills come out, and Josh Allen plays one of his best football games of his young career so far. And the Patriots, like you said, they're fighting for their playoff lives versus a Jacksonville team, which they're not going to win another game this year. They absolutely stink. Uh, Patriots, they're going to roll. I think they're going to win 35-10. to 10. I mean, if you thought that Trevor Lawrence was already struggling this year, just wait until Bill Belichick. Oh, yeah, Bill Belichick. I mean, he's going to have a horrible day, Lawrence. His, his record versus rookie quarterback. Belichick's record against rookie quarterbacks is, I think he's only lost two or three games to a rookie quarterback off the top of my head. That could be completely wrong, but I know it's some crazy record. Yeah, I mean, it's... Jags fans just turn the TV off or don't because you're going to enjoy getting the first pick. You never know. But um, all right, we'll move on to a game that actually matters and is pretty good on paper. Well, we'll see. I think Lamar Jackson's going to play, right, Chris? No, he's, no he didn't practice. He didn't Not. practice today. Uh, Brown, Marcus Brown didn't practice today. So Huntley is most likely going to get the start. The Ravens, a team not too long ago, they were sitting first place in the AFC. And the most injury, but the, the team the injury bug hit the hardest is the Ravens. And even with all these injuries, they were sitting in first place in the AFC. Secondary gets hit even harder. And now they go from being in a pretty good spot to be in the playoffs to now they may miss the playoffs completely at this point. Oh, yeah. Seven minutes ago, availability against Rams in doubt for Mark Jackson. All right. Well, I was going to maybe pick the Ravens in an upset because the Rams are a team to kind of blow it in a very important, like, January game. They still could. I Honestly, just how the Ravens roll. Like, they always I mean, end up with a winning record. Tyler Huntley's not terrible. Like, they're at home. No, no, no. Even Josh Johnson against the Bengals. Josh Johnson against the Bengals last week. He didn't even look terrible. I mean, he still put up a, a good stat line, a good fantasy stat line. I think he had like 20-something fantasy points, something like that. Uh, Huntley, yeah. we've seen him play, and, and, and he's been fine. He's been playing good football. But even if Lamar was playing this game, I was still going to pick the Rams to win. The, the Ravens, this is just not what you want to see from a team that was at one point the one seed in the AFC from going to that to missing. I mean, Lamar, even when he's been healthy, hasn't even been playing that good of football this year i still don't know how he got into the pro bowl which that was crazy yeah, some of these some, snubbed. crazy we'll but you know pro bowl week there were a lot of people that should have made it there were a lot but you know with lamar without lamar i think rams still win this game uh vegas agrees obviously as they have them at five point favorites um i'm gonna go with the rams are gonna win i think it's gonna be 28 to I'm going to say 28-27. I think it's going to be a really close game. I'm still stuck on it. Uh, I don't know. I just see it as a trap game for the Rams, but... No, I'll, I mean, go who's gonna... the... I'll go with the Rams. I'll go with the Rams. 
Matt Stafford throws a pick or two and the momentum starts shifting and the Ravens get a little bit lucky. I don't know. I could see this just going in the Ravens' direction. I don't know why. But I'm actually going to go against my gut and try to use my brain a little bit more. See what happens with that. I'll go with the Rams. I'll say 31 to 27. Just imagine. I mean, last week you saw what this Bengals team did against this Ravens practice squad secondary, basically. Imagine what Cooper Cup, the best receiver in the NFL this season, is going to do against them. Cooper Cup could legitimately have 200 yards receiving. I I wouldn't, don't even call me crazy. I think 200 yards receiving and three touchdowns is totally in a possible outcome for him this week. With the way he's been playing, I could see that easily against the secondary and how banged up they are. The Ravens are like the number one team that gives up big passes too, so I would not be surprised. Look out for Odell as well. He's been, at least it's, in the end zone, he's been good uh, so far. Yeah, I, I, there's going to be some points put up. I mean, I, I honestly feel that the 28 points I said that the uh, Rams are going to have, I, now, now that I'm saying it, I think that's a little bit too low. But I'm going to keep it. So. I, I think that they're going to score in the 30s now that I'm kind of talking about it a little bit more, but I'll, I'll, I'll keep what I said before. All right. Uh, Jets, Bucks. You know the Bucks. They were able to get a pretty easy win against the Panthers with a lot of injuries. I think they'll pretty much just slug it through this game. You know, not too much trouble. I'll, I'll say the Bucks will win. I don't think it's going to be too high scoring. I think it's going to be twenty six to twenty six to twelve. Just like a weird score. Yeah, I mean, Bucks. you know, they're still a little bit banged up. I don't know if Mike Evans is going to be back this week. I know Fournette and I know Godwin's done for the year, Fournette until sometime in the playoffs. So I'm not exactly sure about Mike Evans, but I think regardless, Mike Evans or not, obviously the Bucks are still going to roll past this awful Jets team. I think that they win, I'm going to say 24 to 13. All right. And then Dolphins-Titans, uh, very quietly, really important game. It's kind of just shoved into the 1 o'clock window here. Um, oh, sorry, I actually just scrolled down. All right, we'll get to the Falcons and the Chiefs game. I totally scrolled past those, but we'll I guess we'll just do the Titans game. Uh, oh, man, Dolphins fans, as much as I like the Dolphins, you know, I've always, I've always rooted for them it's, as my second team. It's uh... – they had their fun. I think their their fun ends here. I mean, Dolphins. They won what seven straight. They won seven straight after starting one and seven. They're the only team to lose seven straight and then win seven straight. But yeah, but yeah, you, you look, look at, at these schedule, next. It was ugh. it was pretty easy that seven game yeah. streak. I mean, still, still, you got, I'm, you got to give them credit where credits due. I mean, you win seven straight football games. Not not many teams can win seven straight games. And yes, the competition they played hasn't been like. Find the Patriots, the Bucks, teams like that. They have been beating teams that are inferior to them. There, oh, um, like there was that one game versus the Ravens with the Jaguars this season. They did, but I guess the one good team that they did beat was the, the Ravens on that on that Thursday night. Which you know Thursday night games kind of random, but besides that, they still beat a bunch of inferior opponents. But besides that, still been a crazy run. But I think that they lose their next two games. I think the Titans they have AJ Brown back. Still no Derrick Henry, but I don't think that's going to be a problem. I think the Titans uh, ruined Miami's fun here, sadly. And it's pretty much the end of Miami's playoff hopes here. I think Tennessee wins 
Uh, I'm going to say 21-17. I don't think it's going to be close. I think the Titans are going to blow them out. Uh, as much as I love the Dolphins, uh, you know, Tua, he's been decent, but I think he's going to throw a few picks in this game. I don't know. I just see the Titans just – they're just the more manly team than the Dolphins. Like, the Dolphins don't scare you at all when it comes to January football. It, they're not known for a team that wins in the trenches and pounds the football. You know, they're kind of they're kind of cool sometimes. You know, they got the Jalen Waddle, you know, the fast guy. You know, they, they play some good secondary football, but I don't know. When it comes to January in Tennessee – the Titans are just built differently than the Dolphins. I just see the Titans really handling this game. I got I got 36 to 13. I, I just think it's going to be a blowout. I mean, just think about how much different this Dolphins season could have been. If they won just one or two more games they would have just early the in the season. In London. I mean, they yeah, would be 9 and 6. Think about it. They say they beat the Jaguars and say they, let's just give it to uh, the Raiders in, in overtime. And what was that? Week 3? Yeah, that was a close one. Let's say they win those two games. It, the Dolphins' season's completely different at this point. They'd be the two seed. Which is insane. They'd be, they'd be they, uh, in front of the Bills and the Patriots in their division. Yeah, I think they'd be the two seed, and I don't think that uh, Tua's future in Miami would be will be as questioned as, as it is right now. I mean, I don't think it's questioned right now. I actually don't. Could you? I, I still see I that the Dolphins... I think Tua's actually getting some praise now. At least the media. But, Oh yeah, but, but I mean this win streak, you you gotta give it to uh to your players and all that. But I wouldn't be surprised if Miami's like, oh, this is the second season, we've been right there, really close, playoffs, this and that, and they say all we're all we're missing is that one quarterback and they and they pull off a trade for Deshaun Watson, something like that. I would not be surprised if Miami goes out and does something like that. I mean, I'm not disagreeing with going after Watson, but if you can't get Watson, there's not many other guys. I don't think the Dolphins are in the run for Aaron Rodgers or anything or no. Wilson. So, honestly, two is not the reason why it's been bad. I mean, two is injuries, maybe, but I wouldn't say he's lost two games. I mean, the Dolphins just, they've had a weird, they're just inconsistent, especially on offense when it comes to like Jalen Waddle didn't really pick it up until. Midway through the season, yeah. Most of the year, they don't have a consistent run game. Like Miles Gaskins, fine. Duke Johnson's been decent as of late, but they really need like a star running back in their offensive line. It's not like perfect yet, so there's definitely some holes. We'll see. I mean, you know, I think I do think that they'll. Eh, well, if they don't say so, they don't make the trade for Watson. Tua's obviously going to get that third year, and then Miami will go from there. But I feel that there are just a couple pieces away from being one of those playoff teams in the AFC that teams are going to have to be like, oh shoot. This is Miami. Yeah, it's going to be interesting. Definitely a team to watch out for. All right, they, Chris. They, they, do, they do have a really bright future ahead of them. Yeah. All right, we'll circle back now to the Bills-Falcons game. As much as I, uh, you know, I like to see the Falcons, uh, you know, do pretty decent this year, you know. I would say they're exactly the most average team in the league. They've beaten all the bad teams, and they've lost to all the good teams this year. Uh, but, you know, the Bills right now are a good team, so – as sad as it, you know, it is to say Falcons fans, you could have been 8-8, eight and eight, could have been still in the running for the playoffs. I think this is the game that you know takes you out in Buffalo in January. The Bills are fighting for their lives. I mean, the Falcons are just outmatched. I got the Bills winning this one 38-24. to 
Yeah, Sam, I was going to say, I, I know that the Bills have had their struggles this season. I'm st- I'm still riding with them till they get eliminated to come out of the, uh, if they get eliminated, I'm still riding with them as my uh, AFC champion for this season so far. I'm not hopping off that. They had that huge win off the Patriots. I think they get re- they came off a big win versus the Panthers and they beat the Patriots and they had the Falcons and Jets, two, two winnable games in the year. So can kind of, kind of get them right. And I'm going to have the bills completely rolling in this game. I think that they're going to win. I'm going to have 42, 17. I think they're going to, I don't think I know they're going to have their way. Um, Josh Allen could easily have another 300 yard passing performance. If he really felt like it, they can beat this team to the air on the ground, whichever way they want. It's the Falcons and they're just not a very good football team. I mean, come on, the Falcons and those all whites in Buffalo, like just so unintimidating. Like, you know, the Bills are just going to just pound them. So it's, yeah, the Falcons, you had a, you had a nice little run of being in the hunt there, but it ends. Do you think, uh, what's his face? Kyle Pitts is going to get a touchdown Uh, before the year ends. I don't know. I really don't think he will. It's something so weird stars and just not being able to score that many touchdowns. I don't know. He only has uh, one. Really I feel like he, that scores. Oh, Pitts should have so many more than just one. I feel. <laughs> Hurst has more touchdowns. Kyle Pitts. How yeah. tilting is that? It's if you're just a Pitts fantasy owner. Oh man, yeah, I'll be so annoying. He, he's such like, a good big name. You just want to start him every week, but then he just mostly most likely disappoints. Okay. Well, speaking of a game that I don't think will disappoint, it's Chiefs Bengals, and I'm not gonna lie, I'm a little bit nervous. Chiefs better not fall into this trap. I mean, if we just win out, we have the one seed. But, you know, we got to get through the Bengals first in Cincinnati. And, you know, normally it doesn't sound too intimidating, but this season it is. And I think, I don't know. I don't know if the Chiefs, the way their offense has been playing, can keep doing that. I think they're going to have to pull out what they did in the fourth quarter in overtime against the Chargers for pretty much most of this game. Uh or our defense just has to pick up Joe, Joe Burrow a few times. It's going to come down to one of those two things because if Joe Burrow is on this game, then we're just going to have to do shootout. Luckily, we're getting Travis Kelsey back. Most of our players are healthy from COVID now. But, I mean, all sides are pointing to a shootout. Now, Chiefs-Cowboys are pointing to a shootout. That was an ugly game. Chiefs-Packers was pointing to a shootout. That was an ugly game for multiple reasons. Yeah. I mean, yeah, you know, so, the Chiefs. You know, everyone's healthy in both teams this game, so it's going to be interesting. Yeah, I mean that's one of the things. It's like we, we get another we get another game when it's a competent offense the Chiefs have to go up against with hopefully come game time, all the starters are healthy on both sides. And the last time we saw that was against the Chargers and the Chiefs gave up twenty eight points, which is the most they did since like in, in the last like month or something like that. And now they week seven, yeah, because as a, when you play a fully healthy offense you really see what your defense is. You're not missing the quarterback receivers. So now you put this Bengals team that's fully healthy. And I'm really interested to see what they can do against versus a healthy offense again with all their players, a competent offense more than that, that actually can put up points. Is the defense going to be able to step up or is it going to, or is it going to give up points and lead to the shootout? I mean, this is going to be really big for this team. Again, you're playing a high, uh, a, offense that can put up 30 points on a team any game and this defense yeah they have looked better but at the same time how many good offenses fully healthy offenses have they played in the last in the last six seven weeks 
Yeah, that's true. I mean, last week with the Steelers, Chris, I mean... That was a bad game. I mean, that, I mean, it is the Steelers. The Steelers, you know, them. they will come out and they'll have off. It's how their offense is all year. I mean, is it, I'm not I'm really not surprised. You know what that game was? That was revenge for that uh, primetime game in 2016. The Steelers scored like 30 points at halftime against the Chiefs and just blew us out of the water. Oh, that was revenge for that. But um, yeah, I'm going to go with the Chiefs. But this, if we lose like we could get to the Super Bowl if we don't have that one seed. I really don't know. I don't I'll be questioning it. I'll be very nervous. So I really the, the, the one seed really gives you what like a 32% better yeah. chance. I don't know. I mean, I'm going with the bang. I'm going with the Bengals this week. I do think it's going to be a back and forth high-paced. <clears throat> it's going to be a great game, but I just I'm going to go with the Bengals. I'm going to say they're going to win uh 35-28. I just think the Chiefs haven't seen an offense this good since the Chargers, and they did give up 28 points to the Chargers, and I think this Bengals offense is better, and it's clicking right now really well, so I'm going to go with the Bengals winning for that reason, and this is going to be huge for me to really see it's a true test for this Chiefs defense. Yeah, uh, I think, all right, I guess we'll go with the Chiefs, but um, I'm trying to think what the score. I'm going to go, I'm say it's going to go down to a field goal. I'll say 33 to 30. The Chiefs are going to win it. Right. It's going to be a field goal. This game. This game yeah. should be flexed. I wish this game was flexed to the Sunday night game instead of the Vikings and Packers, especially with no Kirk Cousins anymore. I mean, this, I mean, the beginning of the year, no one would think that this game would be no, how it is. But Brown Steelers, man. No, nah, well, you I know, I don't care that Brown Steelers has playoff impl- implications. I can't even say the word impl- implications. I can't say it. I don't want to watch those offenses play. I really don't. I don't care. I don't think anyone does, but especially with the storylines now of whoever win, whoever loses that game is eliminated, and Ben's last home game at Heinz Field, this and that. It, I get you can get away with it. Say if none of that was in the picture, I wouldn't care. But I guess because those two things, I, I think the Sunday night game should get flexed, but obviously too late for that. This Bengals Chiefs game should really be prime time. Yeah, that would be yeah, such yeah, a fun yeah, game. You're right. All right, Chris. We still have two more one o'clock games to cover, which is crazy. There's nine this week. Yeah, well, that's what happens uh, when there's no Thursday night game. They had to add that uh, extra sucks. game. That honestly, sucks as a Chiefs fan. Like, okay, obviously, Red Zone's probably going to show Chiefs Bengals a lot, but like, man, we got to compete with eight other games in such an important, good game. Like, it's going to be a crazy Red Zone. Yeah, Scott Scott, like Scott Hansen's going to be going crazy this week. I'm so excited. This, the witching hour is going to be nuts. Uh, Colts Raiders. I hope the Colts win. I mean. I is Carson Wentz going to be there? We don't know. He's right, oh, right now. No, he's not, not there. He's not. He's not. He's not. Shoot, which that's right. Which is oh man. Well, the Raiders won, so they can't have a ninth win. I mean, Chris, they have to be eight nine. So I guess we just got to pick the Colts, even without Carson Wentz. You know what? We were racking on Carson Wentz earlier this season. Saying he's doing well. He was holding this team back. I know, but like. We just got to go back to that mindset right now and just be like, you know what? They can win without him just for a game. Just lean on Jonathan Taylor and good defense, honestly. Well, and the Raiders, they're not that good. So let's go I think, 24 wait, to 17. All Wentz needs to do is clear protocol. I don't think he's out right away because they changed it to five days. So all Wentz needs to do is say he feels fine or something or get, an, or get a negative test. I'm not even sure what they switched it to. And he can still play. 
No, he's unvaccinated. He's unvaccinated. Oh shoot, is he? Because so I think he's out. I think he's out. You know, I, I don't care. I'm still I'm still riding with my eight and nine Raiders yeah. pick this year yeah, with or without him. I, I think Vegas agrees with both of us right now as the Colts are minus seven favorites still, even with this news. I'm going to say the Colts are going to win. I'm going to say uh, it's going to be a close game. It's definitely going to be close. I'm going to go 26-23 Colts. Okay, I like that score. Uh, and then Washington against the Eagles. This is totally a game that the Eagles flub, and then they just like somehow miss the playoffs. But you know, I'm just gonna roll with the Heat. Although I can see the Eagles just randomly blowing this in Washington because weird things just happen in Washington when Taylor Heineke like like this could be a game where Taylor Heineke like just plays well. So I hope not though. I I, I want the Eagles to make the playoffs. I think I, I like Jalen Hurts been doing I, I i like that they've been super under the radar this year and they're just sneakily eight and seven could end ten and seven somehow like if they win out they could very well end ten and seven if they beat the cowboys because the cowboys might just be resting their starter next week so you never know uh i'll go with the eagles 23 to 17 i think it's gonna be close but you know i like jalen hurts in this one as yeah. long as he doesn't throw any picks as much as I could see this game going either way, obviously a divisional game, nothing more than Washington would love than killing the, the Eagles postseason hopes at this point with they with, with them getting a win. I still think the Eagles will win. Washington got blown out of the water last time on prime time. What are they? Dallas brought their benches to Washington. So Washington brought their benches to Dallas and they got dropped like 56 points on them or something like that. I think the Eagles win. I think... I got to go back to my roots, Sam. I'm going to go. The Eagles are going to score 25. I think it's going to be 25 20, Philly. So sad next week. It's the final time. You're out. Actually, no, we got the playoffs too. But two more weeks of Scott Hansen already. This is a, this is a crisis that we have to deal with every year. So, he needs to have, I, he should just be an announcer solo. He needs to just. There just needs to be football all year round. That's it. There's going to be two seasons every year. Just two. Fuck. 30 games fuck their, a season? Fuck their health and safety. Just fuck it. <laughs> 30 fuck games it. a season? <laughs> <laughs> we care, care about the fans more than the players' uh, health and safety. No, I'm kidding. All right. Uh, five, four o'clock games. This is going to be a good red zone. All right. Chargers, Broncos. I love it when Chargers. the four o'clock window has a ton of games. Yeah, I know. Uh, it's it definitely because when it's like two or three games, like and especially if like two or three of them suck too, it, it's horrible. But um, four or three teams the, You know, you have all right, Sam. We were saying we have Chargers, Broncos, and the Chargers, a team that does not know how to be consistent, as we saw from last week. I hope the Broncos win. I really <laughs> do. I'm rooting for the Broncos. I think that the Broncos would win this week if they had a healthy Bridgewater, but that's not the case. Uh, I, I think the Chargers are going to win. I just, especially after last week, getting embarrassed by Houston. Rex, speaking of embarrassed, Rex Burkhead. Oh, man, what, what a game he had last week. <laughs> oh, That's a name I never I like thought I'd be speaking about. The Texans are the, are the Jets of last year, this year. Like, we all thought they were going to go like 0-17 or 0-16, and they're actually just... It is hard to not get a win. It's hard not to get a win. Like, oh man, on the Texans' effort, you can't hate on Davis Mills. We'll get to the Niners game next, but you can't hate on them. They're not the worst team in the league. You could definitely say that. No, but uh, you know, 
I'm going to go Chargers are going to win here. Um, I'm going to go 31 to 22. Yeah, Chargers. as much as I want to pick the Broncos and as much as I'm rooting for them to spoil the Chargers, I got to pick the Chargers. Drew Locke is not good. Uh, um, I'll go 28 to 17 Chargers. I like All that. Right. I like that. Niners, Texans. I believe this is this is a weird stat. I believe this is the game, the matchup that has happened the least ever in NFL history is Niners Texans. Where the hell did you ever? Where, where did you pull that up? Uh, just out of my brain. I think I believe I did this calculation at the beginning of the year in my head. I can't remember how I did it, but I believe this is the game that happened the least times as of now. After Sunday, it'll be tied with I think Texans and all the other play, teams in that division. But are you typing it? I hope I'm right. I'm lo- I really hope I'm, I'm right. looking for it. Which NFL have the least amount of games? Um, this is the Texans and a handful of NFC teams. Yeah, that's got to be that's got to be this division because they have the the Texans have not played the Niners this year, and they've been the, they're the newest franchise in the NFL. And this would have been the I don't know I forgot how I did the calculation, but I actually they put the, they played four games, so I, I can't sit here and go. I, there's something like the football database, and I went through, and the four 49ers games, lead the series nothing. three. They lead it three to one. The last time they played was 2017. Dude, you know when they have a graphic of like like the Packers and Bears, and there's hundreds of games. I mean, four games. I mean, I might be right, honestly. I might be right. No, I, th- I don't even think I need to even look at any of it. I mean, San Francisco in these four games has outscored Houston 101 to 60. Okay, okay. I, 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 I stop. We, we got to get back to this because I, I could talk to you. I can play around with this all day. All right. I'll go I'm quick a- here. It's easy. Niners win it 31 to 13. You know, coming into the game. Uh, Jimmy Garoppolo, I didn't think he was going to play. I thought we were going to see Trey Lance. Garoppolo, fractured thumb, torn ligaments in his thumb, on his throwing hand, nothing less. Uh, and, you know, that that's painful to play through. 49ers, Garoppolo playing to up his stock for next year because he's not going to be in San Francisco next year. He's going to have a new home since they drafted Trey Lance. Uh, playoff implications in this game for San Francisco. I do think the 49ers win. Uh, I'm going to go. Hmm. 27-17. 49ers. Okay. And then we got Seahawks Lions. Uh, as much as I love the Lions, you got to go to Seahawks here, I think. Um, yeah. You know, Seattle. They're say, kind of it'll be close just because Seattle always makes it close. I'll go 23 to 22, Seattle. Yeah, you know, Seattle, what a rough year you have. Wilson gets hurt. The team's just not even playing as you would expect, even with Wilson. Most likely the end of an era here, which the Legion of Boom has been gone now for a few seasons. And now Russell Wilson, most likely going to be gone. Pete Carroll, most likely going to be gone. You don't have a draft pick last season. You don't have a first round. You don't have a first round draft pick last season. You don't have a first round draft pick this season. Uh, the future not looking so bright there right now in Seattle. But enough about the future. We'll get to that during the offseason. I do think Seattle will win this game against the Lions. I'm going to say... Mm, you know, I'm going to say I'm going to agree with you. I'm, well, it's going to be a similar score. Uh, I, I do think Seattle's going to score 23, just like you said. I think Detroit... Did you say 23-17? 23-22. 22. Oh, I'm going to go 
I'm going to go 23-16. That's what I'm going to go. Okay. And then a good game. We have Cardinals-Cowboys. Oh, as much as we like to rag on the Cowboys, I'm going to go with the Cowboys. Uh, the Cardinals are just a mess right now. I don't know what's going on, but I just see – I mean, if the, if the Cowboys just do what they do on offense, I mean, they're almost unstoppable against any team right now. So, I'll go with the Cowboys. I think it's going to be a fun game, though. I'll say, I'll say 35-27 Cowboys. Yeah, this game, you know, it's a game that I can easily see Arizona winning. Arizona's been in a crazy slump these last few games. They can't seem to figure it out. And this is the worst time to have this happen to you. Dallas, they've been playing some good football. And that just makes it that much better for when they get bounced from the playoffs. But as much as I want to say Arizona's going to win, and they're oh, this is so tough for me. Hmm. <sighs> Come on, just pick, just come on. I, I I can't I can't I have to go with the team that's been playing better football right now. I'm gonna go with Dallas. They're gonna they're gonna keep on rolling. Uh, I think it's gonna be. I'm gonna go 38-31 Dallas. Okay, uh, Panthers Saints is Ian Book starting? Uh, I want to say no. Well, if he is, then I have the Panthers. Uh, wait, let's see. Uh... Why does nothing say? He re- Taysom Hill returned to practice, so I'm assuming Taysom will well, be Taysom there. Taysom plays. I'll pick the Saints. I'll, let's say Taysom's, play, Taysom's playing. I'll say Saints win it 20 to 14. Yeah, I'm going to go. Yeah, the, the Saints are going to win this game. Uh, Panthers, they're a mess. They, they need a quarterback. And that's exactly what's been killing them, killing them this year. You know, you have Sam Darnold playing pretty good football beginning of the year. He starts to fall off. And you have P.J. Walker, just not very good. You bring in Cam Newton. You know, he looked good for the very beginning. You know, that all the uh, the narrative and everything. And then he starts to fall off. And you saw Cam Newton and Sam Darnold last week. Uh, Saints are going to win this game. I think the Saints are going to win 24-13. to 13. All right, then Vikings Packers. Chris, I don't know if we mentioned this, but I just checked Instagram. Kirk Cousins is out. Mm-hmm. Yeah. We, yeah, we were talking about that a little bit earlier with how I felt that the uh, the Bengals Chiefs game should get flexed to this spot, especially with the uh, Kirk okay. Cousins news. Um, and, you know, I think the over under dropped, I think, from like 47, 48 down to 42, if I can remember. And then I think it went from being. Packers minus seven and a half to all of a sudden 13 and a half. So that just goes to show how much of an impact Kirk Cousins not being there has already. And you know, it sucks for your fantasy football championship because now Dalvin Cook gets hurt by this. No, and then uh, there's no Thielen, so you think Jefferson's going to get way more. So then Justin Jefferson's going to get impacted by this a lot. And then who, who's the tight end? Is it, it Conklin? Mm-hmm. If you if you think about playing Conklin, that gets impacted. So right there, the Vikings offense just gets completely decimated, and it does not come at a worse time than people who are in their fantasy football championships right now. It's so unfortunate. Like, I just want the Vikings to be better. Like, they just have. They're just such an eight and nine. They're they're such an eight and nine football team. I know. 
it sucks. They should be better. Like, uh, I'm picking the Packers. It's going to oh, yeah. suck for the Vikings. It's going to be – ooh, it's going to be 34 to 23 Packers. I'm going to go Packers. They're going to absolutely steamroll this team. I'm going to say 33-14 Green Bay. Okay, 13 points. Um, yeah, we'll see. Uh, and then Browns-Steelers. Chris, I'm going to go with Steelers. Uh, Me too. No, am I? No, you are. You you will. Ben's final home game at Hyde Field. It's late in the year. I'll go with the Steelers. I'll go with the Steelers, even though I'm not confident still, even though it's Ben's last home game, whatever. I'm playing the big time narrative here. I'm playing this narrative. If it's former team, if it's former teammates, his family, most likely his final home, I'm going to say 95% chance his final home game at Heinz Field. Uh, it's going to be an emotional game for the Steelers team. And what better way to do it than the quarterback who owns every team in the AFC North to eliminate the Cleveland Browns, a team that this man, Ben Roethlisberger, big Ben Roethlisberger, has owned his entire career. I think he's only lost two games to them and tied once. I uh, think something insane like that. Um, what better way to go out than winning your final home game and eliminating a division rival from playoff contention? Okay, what's the score? I think I think this game. I think Steelers are going to put up points this game. Uh, I think the defense is going to come to play after getting embarrassed. They're fighting for the playoff lives. Uh, and Ben wants to put out a show. He wants to put on a show in his final ever home game at Heinz Field. So I think the Steelers are going to win. I'm going to go with 31 to 24. That's what I'm going to say. They scored 30 points. I will Venmo you $5. Um, you want to make a bet? Yeah, I, I don't think they're going to score 30 points. Uh, uh, the most Steelers-Browns score in my head right now is 21 to 18. Oh, that's such a I score. Steelers, they're totally going to be up 21 to 10. About four and a half minutes left in the fourth. Baker will finally drive it down the field. And they'll score a touchdown with like Austin Hooper in the back of the end zone. They'll get the two-point conversion with Nick Chubb, 21-18. And the Browns will stop the Steelers because Najee Harris will just run it for two yards every play. <laughs> you see um, Ben on the sideline with the towel the over his head, just, just staring <laughs> there with, with, with the hat oh, grabbing no. his jersey, just looking. Will be across midfield, scaring the shit out of you, and then Baker will throw uh, a pick on second down and lose the game. That's it. I can so, yeah, I, I can so see that. I can so see that. But yeah, it's, that's it's going to be ugly all game. Chase Claypool will have one uh, uh, back corner of the end zone touchdown, leaping over like ten guys, and just, yeah, that's pretty much it. You know, it's going to be Not a. Uh, we'll have his one yard touchdown as well, like he always does, or Big Ben will <laughs> sneak it. Big Ben, 50, ru- 50 rushing yards, three rushing touchdowns. <laughs> hey, it's better than Najee. Ooh, sorry. Right. But how, how weird are the Steelers going to be next year without Ben? Like, They're going to be better. If they get if they get anyone remotely better than Ben, they're going to be better. No, I'm, I'm just saying from like just, just a no, fan know, perspective yeah, of, of football, like how weird is it going to be just not to see number seven on that field on red zone when you're looking at the Steelers? My, my worst nightmare is seeing Mason Rudolph. Being the QB one next year, I, I, I would I would cry. Never in a million years. All right, Chris. Uh, this is it. The final random game 
uh, we could pick. I'm going Saints Falcons next week. I mean, they're all division matchups, but that's the only one that really has like no implications that I could think of. <clears throat> so I'll go Saints Falcons. Um, the most random game. None of these are random because they're all division. Maybe Washington they're all, Giants. Yeah, I was gonna say like Washington Giants or like Chicago Vikings. Like I was gonna say one of those. Like none of these are really like random because they're all division. But you know, I was gonna go Chicago and Minnesota just because that game's kind of just weird. It's, it's not even a random game. Yeah, it's just kind of pointless. All right, Chris, no, but um, random it. game this week is is Houston and 49ers. Like that's like the last true truly random game. Yeah, Falcons Bills is up there, but yeah, I would I would agree. Texans Niners is pretty stupid. All right, Man, all right. Uh, that's gonna wrap up week the 17. week seventeen preview. If this was last year, this would be the final week, but uh, luckily we got one more after this. So you know, excited to come back for next episode, guys. All right, guys, take it easy and have a happy new year. Yep. Happy New Year, guys. See ya.